Hello and welcome into this fourth episode of the All American Walk On podcast. I'm your host Dylan. I'm here today with my two co-hosts Luke and Alex. Today we're going to be talking about you know the NFL. We got the Super Bowl coming up. College basketball is in full swing. The NBA and Zion's tremendous return, and we're also going to have a little special feature for you guys, kind of in the middle. And let us know how you like it, and we'll see how it goes. So, without any further ado, let's get rolling. So as everybody knows, we have the Super Bowl coming up between the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think that's something that everybody's really excited to see. From the beginning of the season, kind of when the Niners got on their roll, and even when the Chiefs were somewhat going through a little bit of a slide they had, I think everybody kind of, nobody's surprised that this is the outcome that we got between the NFC and the AFC. So a little bit of a preview. Obviously, we're going to have two great opposing sides. The 49ers defense, which is probably one of the best we've ever seen in the NFL and Chiefs offense, which is just tremendously, sorry Alex to make you laugh right now, tremendously just insane the way they do things. Andy Reid is an offensive genius and they have one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game in Patrick Mahomes, along with a plethora of offensive weapons. So the over-under for the game is 54 and a half points. Are y'all taking the over or the under for that? I think I'm going to go under just because of the 49ers defense yeah. has been so strong all year. So I'm going to have to go under. I'm going to have to go over and under because the Chiefs offense is really good, but the 49ers That's the, defense is no. amazing. Pick one or the other, over or under. I'm going to go the underdog. Under? All right, I'm you're going? Underdog. Okay, so you're, Alex is taking the under. I'm going to take the over. Personally, I think if this game was five years ago, it'd be the under, just because I think the 49ers defense would take over. Yeah. But I think the way NFL is now, you're gonna the Chiefs are obviously going to score points. Nobody's been able to stop them. And I think the 49ers offense is going to step up. I think Jimmy G is going to have another game kind of like he had against the Saints in the regular season where he just went off and almost propelled his team. I think we're going to see him pass a whole lot more than we oh, saw definitely. in the They're gonna championship have to. Yeah. game just because – I mean, the Chiefs' defense also is very good themselves, but, I mean, he's going to have to get the rest of his offense involved if they're going to win the win the title. Who are your guys' impact players for this game? I mean, he's their top receiver, and like I was saying earlier, Jimmy G's going to have to pass way more than he did in the NFC Championship, so he's going to have to get George Kittle involved way more well, I if think, they're going to have a chance. I think his run blocking is also going to be a – big part of what they're trying to do just because he does obviously Travis Kelsey is a great player but at the same time I think George Kittle's a little bit better um blocking all around yeah blocking wise I I think that uh Kelsey's going to have more of an impact I think through the passing game but I think Kittle's going to be able to impact a little bit more with the running game who who's your impact players I think Katie Sowers is going to be an impact player you know no I'm just kidding um George Kittle's going to have to step in. Pick you know? somebody else. You guys are so basic. Jimmy Jimmy Grop. That Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is going right to have to play really well. He's yeah. going to be slinging bullets. Yeah, he's going to have to play well in order for them to win. Um, for the 49ers, if they're going to win, I'm going to go with Nick Bosa. He's going to be an impact player just because he's obviously – that defensive line is going to take over. And I think in the games that he's played well, which is almost every game this season, yeah. they've – They've won, but and I think on the opposite side, for the Chiefs, I think that um, Travis Kelsey is going to have to have a great game. I think he's going to have to play much better than 
George Kittle is. I don't yeah. think much better, but he's definitely gonna have to make an impact, and he's made an impact all se- all postseason. You know, he kind of had a little bit of a not a bad regular season, but I think he would tell you not it wasn't the best. regular. It wasn't the regular season he intended on having, and I think Mahomes getting hurt also kind of kind of um threw off a little bit of their time. But I think now that he's back, he's I'm, definitely gonna make a big statement. So whoever I'm whoever in, wins, those two guys are gonna be the key players for their team. I'm interested in seeing how Tyreek Hill is gonna hold up against that defense. Also, yeah, no, I think him and I, they're gonna have a really good scheme. Um, I'm interested to see kind of if he gets – because they're going to have to play man coverage at some time. Like, you're yeah. not going to be able to just sit back there, play zone, and let Mahomes do his thing. So I'm interested to see if they'll put Sherman on him or somebody else. Uh, I bet Sherman will be on him yeah, most, most of the game. Yes, and I think that's something that Richard Sherman would Want. be very upset with if he didn't get matched up against Tyreek Hill. So now that we've talked about this, Andy Reid has just been living life and loving it. Big A. I, I think – I want the Chiefs to win personally. I don't. Ooh. I don't know if they're going to win, but I want them to win just so that way he can get his Super Bowl. Ooh. And I mean, he's just down there loving life. You just see, he seems relaxed, calm. And he coached I, the Eagles. He's dead to me. Okay, but you can't sit here and tell me that you don't. Oh want no, him I'm not denying how yeah. good a coach he is. You I'm don't just want. Saying. Yeah. He played so, for an NFC. He coached an NFC East rival, so he's dead to me. Okay. Well, who is who's y'all's picks? For the game, for the game, for the ga- who who's gonna win the game, the score, and then who's your MVP? I think Forty uh, ers win a close game, something like twenty four twenty one or somewhere. So it's gonna be more. I think it's gonna trouble. be more defensive oriented, just not quite as much as the last Super Bowl. But I mean, I could see Nick Bosa winning the MVP if they do keep it a low scoring <coughs> game. Alex, who's your pick for winning team score MVP? 49ers are going to win. The final score is going to be 21-17. And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the MVP of the game. Maybe even the kicker. You never know. So I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs by Ooh. final score of 35-30. to 30. No, 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 not the Chiefs. Sorry. The 49ers by a score of 35-38. to 38. I think that Jimmy G is going to play really well, but I just think the 49ers defense is going to be able to make one more play or two more plays more than the than Kansas City is going to be able to. So as much as I want Andy Reid to win, I'm taking the 49ers. I think a lot of people in America are. But now we kind of got some little fun picks here. So who's going to have more catches, Kelsey or Kittle? Kelsey. Kittle. Kittle. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kelsey just because he's more involved in their passing offense and they throw the ball a lot more. So who's going to have more touchdowns, Mahomes or Jimmy G? Well, if the 49ers win the game, I mean... Or are they going to do it by him throwing or running the ball? It's going to have to be balanced, but I think Jimmy G will throw for more touchdowns than they rush for. Okay. I think Jimmy G will have more passive touchdowns because Patrick Mahomes' brother has more TikTok views than he has touchdowns. So, yeah, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes on the TikTok... Not the TikTok... (laughs) Wow. I'm taking uh, Patrick Mahomes to throw more touchdown passes, but I think the 49ers are going to win hey, it wouldn't be because surpri- of their defense and special teams and their running game. So kind of – Wait, would not be surprised if in our future we do see a TikTok bowl in college football. Oh, without a doubt. So, and that's, I kind of want to get to that. You know, you see Patrick Mahomes' brother. brother on TikTok. Just annoy- Who's more annoying, his girlfriend or his brother? His brother. I think his brother has a much wider audience, and I think that just makes everybody 
But his girlfriend's like psycho. She's like, like if my girlfriend were to go around screaming at other fans everywhere after we won a game. Okay. When well, they're like, you didn't think we could do it. Like you played the Titans. Everybody thought you were going to win. I'm sorry, but if my brother's in the box dancing like Shakira, I think I'm going to be pretty pressed too. Who wants to see a guy shake their booty on a camera? That's true. He does. Yeah. I think a- you see the, um, the difference in personalities there. So, moving on from the Super Bowl, it's college basketball's in full throttle here. We've had some great games. Carolina beating NC State. Baylor. Just like always. Baylor. Not really. State's kind of. The last seven years, they have not beat Carolina and PNC Arena. And PNC Arena. Just a little. Uh, but I wouldn't say, like, facts. always. That's, that's a much better rivalry than it is. It kind of goes back and forth a lot more than their football rivalry does. But Duke is anyways. by far the worst team in the NCAA. <laughs> okay, anyways. So. Obviously, Baylor played well against Florida. Uh, we had the SEC Big 12 Challenge. SEC ended up taking that. So, you know, we. I, I want to get back to UNC. Do you think they can make a run towards the end of the season with yes, Cole sir. Anthony coming back and they're on a two-game winning streak now? Cole Anthony's going to come back February 8th against Duke and they're going to blow Duke's brains out. Are they playing and in Cameron or in the Dean Dome? The first game is, is in the Dean Dome. In the Dean Dome, yes. Okay, so Duke will win that one, and then Carolina will win the no. second one. That's just how it always goes. The away team always wins that game. No. Uh, not always. They might have to forfeit because Coach K's nose might crack the floor. What is Okay, whatever. <laughs> so I think UNC is one of those teams that can make a run at the end of the season and squeak in just because they're getting their best player back. And I think that game against State last night really kind of gave them a boost of confidence, especially starting out the way they did. Do you think and they'll put Cole Anthony on a minutes restriction first game back? Yes. I think they'll have to. I think Roy understands well, that it, he has a lot more in his future it than college basketball. So. See, we're not going to be like Duke and automatically put Zion back in the starting lineup for him to blow his ACL again. Well, so I we're going to take precautions because our trainers are the top notch. I think that was league. more Zion wanting to play at the same time. He thought he was right. There's nothing he could really do about it. I mean, that. if but, somebody that big told me they were going to play, I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah, Stop no, I, I do think that Anthony will be on a minutes restriction when he comes back, and I think they're going to try to work him back in to the process. Yeah. Well, it um, just because he, he has a future in the NBA. Everybody Especially knows their, it, so other, blow their other two point guards other than him are – done for the year I'm pretty sure so he's gonna have to be taken care of yeah well when, if he comes back against Duke they're gonna play him all 40 minutes of that ball game because we are gonna blow Duke's brains out well, then why would you play line? the whole 40 minutes if you're gonna blow him out because we have to have our best player in there see I thought I was a crazy Alabama fan but you're insane yes love me so Tar Heels. so back I'm to just our, not speaking back to what we talked Duke's about trash. you may not be able to speak earlier but we'll come up we'll get to that later so back to the Baylor and Florida game, Baylor's kind of coming around, and they're the number one team in the country. They're playing extremely well with a pretty much makeshift lineup. I mean, they've got a bunch of guys who are passed on. They have a D3 guy that transferred onto their their lineup. He's playing really well for them. Do you think Baylor's kind of that dominant team in college basketball right now? Um, I don't know if they're the most dominant, but I feel like they're definitely one. As of right now, are they well, that I, dominant team that we've been missing all season? Because there really hasn't been one. This has kind of been the year that everybody was like. I don't think they're ever. It's all over the place. I don't think they're the most dominant, but I think they might be the most complete team okay. that we've seen so far. Alex, what do you think? They're pretty dominant, you know. You know how that goes. But yeah. They're not going to make it past the Sweet Sixteen because Carolina yeah. is going. Yeah, all and the I want to. So I want to get to that. They are the number one team in the country right now, but you look at it on paper. This isn't a team that should be the number one team in the country. They have division three ball players. He's playing really well at the moment. But do you guys think 
Will Baylor win the Big Twelve, or is it still is Kansas still going to continue their streak? And no, Baylor's going to sweep the Big Twelve. I think Baylor's going to win the Big Twelve, but I think Kansas will go farther. I'm talking regular season here. Yeah, I think regular Baylor one. will win the Big Twelve, but I think Kansas goes farther in the NCAA. Do you tournament. think they win the Big Twelve tournament too? I don't know. I think it's going to be one or the other. I don't know. If I think what I think is going to happen is they're playing really well right now. But for the big, I think they'll win the Big Twelve regular season. Baylor will. I think. But Kansas I think. Will win I think tournament. Kansas. I think Kansas will get hot and their talent will just take over. I mean, the Big Twelve's got a bunch of good other teams too. Like Oklahoma's playing really well. West Virginia's. Playing West Virginia's really playing very well. I know my grandpa's extremely excited about it that. It just depends on if Kansas starts a fight again. So yeah, and I think I, I didn't want to talk about that because but, and we've already gone over this, but. I think that, you know, they handled that in-house. It will be taken care of, and I think they moved on from it. So, back on Baylor, do you think they'll make it past this? You, talk, you, you mentioned this, and I had this written down, actually. Do you think they're going to make it past the Sweet 16 this year? And don't give me a reason like Carolina's going to be. Give them an actual reason. Like, do you think Baylor will make it past the Sweet 16 this year? I just feel year? like they don't have the right coaching, the right ball players to I don't, make it I, past the Sweet You can't Sweet say anything 16. about their coaching. They they're playing with an almost what the what coach, we've said makeshift lineup in the, the number one team in the country. Coach calls the offensive plays. A good coach lets the point guard on the offense. That's true. Unlike Coach K. So, okay, back to the question: Are they going to make it past the Sweet Sixteen? Or are they going to make it to that point? I don't think they'll make it past the Sweet Sixteen. Just they haven't been in that position in so long as a program. Uh, just but they've been on the rise the past it, couple years. It just seems like they might have forgotten how to win the big game. Like most teams, they've won close games this year, though. I know, but the NCAA tournament's different. Yes, obviously the NCAA tournament's different. I mean, that's why it's one of the most covered sporting events in the world. I mean, they have a whole month dedicated to it. Yeah. So. I, I think they'll make it to the Sweet 16. I think they'll get to the, at least the Elite Eight this year. I definitely um, think and they'll... And they definitely, they definitely have a shot. It also depends on um, who the two through four seeds are in their region. Yeah, and I mean, I'm looking at their schedule right now. They beat, they beat Kansas by 12, 67-55 in Can- at Kansas. They beat Texas Tech, who's a really good team. Like, yeah. They're not... They, you look at Texas Tech and be like, huh, but they're actually playing really well right now. They beat them by five. They beat Iowa State by 13. They beat Oklahoma State by seven, and then they beat uh, Oklahoma sixty-one to fifty-seven. So they've they've won the close games in this past weekend, obviously beating Florida seventy-two to sixty-one, and they played Iowa State tomorrow. I think that's going to be a big game for them playing Iowa State tomorrow. The big is, the Big Twelve, top to bottom, might be the best conference in basketball this year. So yeah, and I so yeah, we I want to talk about that. Do you think? And I, the preseason hype for everybody was that the. ACC was hands down the top conference in college basketball. But you've seen them kind of slip off, and you've seen conferences like the Big Ten, who can be argued for the best conference in the country. And then, like you just said, the Big 12 top to bottom. So do you think that the Big Ten or the Big 12 is the best conference in college basketball right now, or do you think that I like think it's, the ACC? I think it's the Big 12 Or do you right think now. that the ACC is actually very talented? They're just cannibalizing each other. You see teams like Clemson coming up big and just cannibalizing each other. I mean, even if they are, then I don't know if they're the best conference. Because, I mean, if we're just looking at records, you have the top, like, obviously, I think Florida State's in first in the ACC right now, Mm -hmm. even though they just lost to UVA tonight. But 
I mean, UVA's got a pretty good overall record. Florida State, yeah, Tony Duke. Tony a good coach. So they could, and they're young, so you never know. Yeah. They get hot, and that can be something good. For but them, I don't so. know. Like, there's just such a big middle-of-the-pack group in the ACC. Do you think they're cannibalizing each other, or do you think that they're just all kind of average? I just don't think there's – they're as good as they have been. Yeah, the there's not there's not as rigid of like a hierarchy in the conference as there normally is. Do you think that what conference do you think the national champion is going to come out of? The ACC. I still think it'll come out of the ACC. It's not going to be Duke either. Okay, so what teams do you think have the best chance? Talking about that middle of the pack group, what teams in, right, as of right now do you think can make the best? Had the best chance to make a postseason push to get into the postseason? Um, I mean, I think teams like Virginia Tech, I mean, we normally see them in the tournament more often than not. I think they have a good chance to get in at the end. And maybe even Syracuse, we haven't seen them the last couple of years. I mean, last time they were in the tournament, they came in as a 10 seed and made it all the way to the Final Four. So, I mean... You never know, and even we were talking about how the Big Ten might be one of the best conferences. Uh, I think somebody like – I mean, Rutgers kind of came out of nowhere. They're sitting at number 25. That's kind of surprising. It's definitely going to be a school that wears Nike, not Under Armour. I think we might even see Indiana in the tournament this year. Yeah, so They're 15 I think... and 5. Like, they've been kind of down, kicked around, around the Big Ten the last few years, so I think they have a very good chance to m- make it to the tournament and try to – reclaim the name that they have so my two teams to make a big i think oregon if they keep playing the way they are right now they're a lock for the tournament oh yeah but oregon i think it'll be a top five seed but i think if they can make a push peyton pritchard's playing amazing right now their point guard he's a wooden award candidate he's playing amazing right now i think they picked up a couple really good wins this season and i'm gonna say this and i know it's gonna kind of sound like okay whatever just because you're a fan but alabama could make a push i think that's I a think team that people too. are kind of writing off just because it's alabama Nate Oates has Alabama playing the best basketball. I have seen Alabama play basketball in the past five years. And they're playing hard. They're number two in the country in scoring. Play LSU tomorrow night, which is going to be a great game. Both teams are one and two in the SEC in scoring. I think that's going to be a big test. I think LSU is like number 14 in the country or something like that. Yeah. So that's going to be a big test to kind of see. And they're playing in Baton Rouge. I mean, I so think that's a big test to see how. Depending on what play. happens to Baylor down the stretch, Oregon could slip into a one seed, honestly. Oregon, yeah, so Oregon's, I, Oregon and Bama are kind of my two teams. I think even Clemson can make a push. So, you know, they have big wins this season. They beat Duke, and they're going to have another I think if Carolina starts to play better, that, that boosts FP, their resume. FPI will – now you look at the, how Carolina was playing when they beat them, and they're going to be like, okay. But just based off of how statistically measured the tournament is, I think if Carolina starts to play better, that FPI will really boost Clemson into a spot to play well. And they could honestly they're gonna they get to, they always get hot in the ACC tournament. They're gonna have to perform in the tournament. Yeah, they'll have to. So and I think quite that's possibly really even might have to win it. I think if they keep playing well, they're kinda in a little bit of a bump right now. I, mean, they, so, I think but, it, it was last year or two years ago they were first four out. I mean they were right there. Yeah, so Alex who who are your what's your team that you think can make a push? UNC. UNC, yeah. I, I mean, and that's a very I mean, even point. If, if you're a fan or I not, think, I, I think, think – They're think, always in the run. Yeah. They have one of the best players in the country. Once I he think, comes back, he'll be able to do well. I think Georgia Tech can make a big run in the tournament. Georgia Tech's banned. Yeah, Georgia Tech's banned yeah, from postseason. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so who do you guys have winning it all this year? UNC. As of right now. I don't know if I have a clear-cut champion right now. I mean, obviously I'm going to – 
want Duke to win at all, but I mean, I think we could see, I mean, quite possibly even Baylor, even though I don't know if they make it that far. I, I mean, think I think I could see Duke winning the NIT. <laughs> I think the season they've had so far, they're not going to be in the NIT. But for me right now, some teams you could see, I hate to say this, but obviously Auburn has a chance. Bruce Pearl's a good coach. They have talent. They're experienced. I could, they I, could be a team that could win the, win it all and at least make it to the Final Four. I think the way I think I think some of the Big Ten teams you mentioned, Michigan State, they're yeah, they kind of you know they had all the hype, but just the way college basketball is this year, there's really not a bunch of hype around a bunch of programs. Rank matter, ranking matters a lot less in South this Ca- year than it has in the yes, past. Yes, because it's all over the place. So. South, South Carolina's going to make a deep run in this tournament. You know they they knocked off uh, Kentucky the other night. Yeah, South Carolina's going to have to do really well in the SEC tournament, though. They, yeah, to even to have well. a chance. I think they might have to win it, honestly. You know, I'm not too worried about South Carolina playing Alabama or South Carolina playing Kentucky, you know. Yeah, so. You know, it, just, it just plays out how it plays out, you know. We we got some really good teams in this tournament this year, and, you know, it's going to be a hard decision. I think there yeah. could be a sleeper team that makes a really deep run, kind of like Loyola <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, so. I, There'll be a team we This don't is expect. definitely going to be a surprising year for the NCAA tournament. I think it's going to be one of the best years we've seen. Just It's going yeah. to be, yeah. Well, I think when you go make your brackets, you would not do wrong to pick lower seeds early on. All right, so now we're going to move on to our special segment that we all promised you. Yes, sir. This is Luke's idea, and I think it's going to put a really good twist on our show, just kind of give us that little extra flair that is kind of personal to us. So what it's called, it's called Culture on the Clock. So Luke's going to have 45 seconds to talk about something going on in pop culture or just society in general that either whether it pertains to sports or not, he's just going to talk about it. And here's the rules. There's one rule. Luke has 45 seconds to talk about something in pop culture. And if he doesn't get it done in 45 seconds, he is muted for the rest of the show until we tell him that he can talk. So are those, and, are those rules fair? And we get to spank him. There will be, if you do go over and if you talk without us telling, there will be some kind of punishment, and we will film we it. might stick you send, in the pond. Send it to everybody we know. So how, are those rules, do you think those rules are pretty fair? Get your hand off my knee, but <laughs> are yes. Are those rules pretty Acceptable. fair? Acceptable. So Luke, I'm going to put you on a stopwatch. I have the stopwatch oh, right here. Cool. You'll be able to see it. So you have 45 seconds to cover pop culture in three, two, one. You're now. on the clock. All right, so obviously everybody knows about uh, coronavirus breaking out in China, and it's even found its way to the U.S., which I think we might see a lot of hysteria coming out of that. I mean, Miami, Ohio canceled their athletic events for the week just because they're worried about it. And then moving on from that, a little throwback. Uh, today in 1986, the Challenger blew up. I mean, that's not that big a deal for us, but I mean, like, for our parents, like, that's something that they're sad about. And then, finally, we have the royal family. Obviously, that's been in the news lately. Um, I just saw recently that they're working on a deal with uh, Netflix for close to $15 million to try and uh, finance that expensive lifestyle. So there you go. That's Culture on the Clock in 45 seconds. You're late. And you got it done in 44 seconds. Good job, Luke. You're just short. So let That's us know. what we like to call a pro gamer move. Let us know what you guys think about that segment, if you like it or not, and what else you'd like to hear us kind of talk about that. So moving on from Luke's little special segment, and I think we're going to try to stick on that. I think that's something good that gives us a little extra flair. Yes, Back sir. to sports, the NBA. Um, 
Obviously, Zion, like we talked about in the introduction, has had one of the best comebacks that I think everybody kind of expected from him, especially being in – he's not in basketball shape yet. No. So – He's never what, been in shape. He's 285 pounds. But once he gets into basketball shape, what what is – his impact on the Pelicans and the rest of the Western Conference. His torn ACL. I mean, I think it's similar to even Ben Ben Simmons when he made his comeback after he spent his rookie season injured. I mean, obviously the Pelicans with the rest of their roster, like Lonzo Ball, J.J. Redick, like they're going to have a – Drew Holiday even, they're going to have a chance to make a push, try to get that seven or eight seed in the Western Conference. That's all they have on the Pelicans. Yeah, the Pelicans is literally like the NBA version of Duke. I – and I think the scary thing is, is that he's only going to get better. Yeah. Like once he gets in the shape and he gets kind of back in the flow of things, he's going to get better. I think it was really good to see his first game back, knocking down threes, being confident, getting his feet set. And then also just the rebounding monster that he's been, down in the, working in the paint. He's moving very well without the ball, yeah. which is something good to see. And I think that's a good thing for him. And especially his team, they're going to try to make a push for that 7 or 8 seed. I don't know how much of a – impact they're going to make in the postseason, just the way the NBA postseason is, the best team usually always comes out yeah. on top. But you, I mean, you never know. I think even, like, Duke fan or not, like, he's just fun to watch. Yeah, and I think, like, I think it's good for basketball overall, like, especially. And he's, he's a nice guy. He's a good yeah. dude. Everybody respects him. So, yeah, and kind of back on the respect, it, we talked about this in our mini episode that we did on Sunday. It kind of seems like we've talked about the Super Bowl, college basketball, college football, everything that's going on, sports, whatever, just everything going on in pop culture, it kind of seems right now that none of that matters. Yeah, we've been dancing around it on this episode, honestly. Yeah, we have. And just the passing of the great Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and the others on board. But I I think at the same time, obviously it's probably one of the saddest things that could have happened and nobody expected it. But it's nice to see that in social media and all over the place that people are starting to – celebrate more his accomplishments and what a great career he had. And not even that, just, like, what a great dad he was. Yeah, like, even outside of basketball, he was just a good person. Yeah, and I think one of the things that really kind of lightened up my day yesterday was on Twitter I saw a thread of just everybody was just posting their funniest Kobe memories, especially his last couple of years with the Lakers when he just looked angry all the time. Just Yeah, dealing with so, those young guys. And I think that it's really good. Just to see, like, the whole country froze. And I think it's yeah. good that everybody's kind of rallying around that. And like we talked about in our other episode. I'm heartburn, it's, man. I cried. Yeah, and I, I mean. I cried for days. And it's, it's bringing people together. And honestly, he was, it, a, I'm a, he was a mentor to people. Like, one of the best cats you'll ever meet. I met him in person. Yeah, so, and I mean, it was just like, I'm a Hawks fan, I guess you could say. I pull for the Hawks. I don't really pay attention to the NBA that much. But the Hawks are terrible. And don't have a shot. Don't have a shot at winning the NBA championship this year. So I'd like to see. I would love to see the Lakers win the NBA championship. Just, just for the for the city of LA. You know they lost Kobe. And even they had the wildfires a couple months back. The Dodgers lost. Even just for LeBron. Yeah, just for the. And I I think it would be good just for that. And I also want to see. I want to see the Clippers Lakers Western Western Conference Conference Final. Final. I I want everything to be in the Staples Center. I mean, I don't think. That's very far from reality. I mean, those yeah. those are honestly the two best teams in the Western Conference. Like, the Rockets historically have just been a regular season team. So, 
Yeah, There's yeah. a very good chance we see Lakers and Clippers in the Western Conference. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want the Lakers to pull it out this year. And, I mean, I don't really see a team from the East beating anybody from the West. So no, The Western Conference is yeah. so much more dominant. So, on that, I think we're going to wrap this thing up. You guys have anything else that you'd like to talk about, or are you good with wrapping this one up? I, mean, I think I'm good. We covered everything pretty much. Yeah, so... Uh, thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the All-American Walk-On Podcast. Please let us know what you think about our Culture on the Clock segment, if there's any other kind of special segments you'd like to see us do, or any kind of other, you know, we did those little fun picks with Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend and his brother. And any questions or anything else that you want us to talk about, please leave a comment on our webpage at anchor.fm backslash allamericanwalkon. That's anchor.fm backslash allamericanwalkon. You can leave a comment down on our page, listen to all of our episodes, and find pretty much everywhere our podcast is available. It's available on iTunes right now, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, pretty much every iHeartRadio, pretty much everywhere that you can find audio, it is up. So... Thank you, guys. And also, kind of, you know, we do that little midweek special. It's just 15 minutes. And we just talk about Let us know what you want us to talk about on that. If you have something that you think would be cool for us to talk about outside of the box, it's really what we're trying to look for here is stuff that's not really mainstream. It's just kind of out there that's yeah. not really getting talked about. That's what we want our midweek special to be, even put in our main show. So thank you, guys. Um, obviously, this week, rest in peace to Kobe and Gianna Bryant and the others on board that helicopter flight. I think that definitely changed a lot of people's kind of outlook recently on how they view people in general. So thank you. We'll see you all later this week. I'm Dylan, and so long from myself, Luke, and Alex. Love you guys. We will see you all on Friday.